You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Alive Again. My name is Brent Atwater, and our show today is going to be about signs that your pet sends you when he's on the other side. You're going, what? Right. Dead pets send you signs to say, hey, mom, I'm okay. They send you these signs, and you're going, nah, can't be. I got to be crazy. This just can't be. And you go, nope, you are not crazy. We have three ladies with us today that are going to share their stories, which I really appreciate. But let's give you an overview of how you can hear signs from your pet. One, dreams. I think Leanne's got enough of those to fill 14 shows worth. Smell. I could always tell when my pets were around because they would come in. My Labrador would come in and you could smell them and I'd say, remedy. You've been in the mud. Would you please visit me another time without smelling like that? And my fiance would come in after he'd been running and I'd say, Mikey, go take a shower and please come back afterwards. So if you think you smell grandma around or you smell your pet, you're not crazy. That is or something that's real. Also sounds. Your pet will have, you can hear your cat scrambling to get up on the bed. Lots of times people will say, I can hear my horse neigh or I hear a dog bark. Well, yeah, because you are the mommy, and mommies always understand their fur people's sounds, no matter how far they are, even if that means on the other side of the veils. Another way your pet contacts you is with wind chimes. How about that? One of the things I do with all of my pets is when they pass away, I go to the wind chimes, and I say, okay, which one do you want me to have for you? And all of a sudden, one of the chimes will start ringing. And it was interesting because when I went to pick one for my little girl, Electra, the wind was not blowing, but one of the chimes started ringing. And I knew that that was Electra from the other side using her electromagnetic energy to affect the chime so that it did ring. And now every time that chime rings, I know that's Electra saying hi. Another thing is people who travel feel their pets beside them. And that's real. I had a lady say, oh, my cat just died and I'm going to Europe and I don't want to be on the plane without her. I really miss her. And this is so important. And what am I going to do? So she was sitting there on the plane going to Europe, having a drink in her hand. And she said, I really wish. And she sat her drink down on her tray. And she was sitting there and she said she had her hands up by her face going, I really wish I had my cat in my lap so we could enjoy this trip together. And about that time, her drink turned over. There was no turbulence or anything. Ding, ding, ding. For those of you who are ahead of me, her cat, of course, was answering her without a fursuit. All she did was jump up in her body, knocked over the drink on the woman, and she said, you know, I could feel my cat there, but I was so upset about the drink being spilled and everybody around me thinking I was absolutely crazy because it just sort of knocked off the table that I couldn't tell anybody what was really going on. But listen, pets are really alive and well from the other side. Butterflies. Yes, sir. Butterflies is the French symbol for reincarnation, if you didn't know that. Feathers, lots of times you'll see feathers around. Music on the TV. How many of you have songs for your pets out there? (laughs) Or special songs that played on the radio or television. One of our members had their pet died and she came home after picking up the ashes, turned on the television, and all of a sudden their favorite song was playing. So none of these things are coincidence. And no, you're not crazy. And yes, you can feel and you can sense your pets. And if you'd like to do that, we have the instructions of how to do that in my book, Animal Reincarnation or Animal Life After Death. It gives you step-by-step instructions on how to feel 
and touch your pet on the other side because it's just electromagnetic activity without a fursuit. And if my mother's garden club, they were all in their like 80s, can do this, you can do it too. Just practice. It takes about two weeks. Photos. Pets will knock photos off. They'll send you photos. They'll send you images. We had a girl that was looking for a dog and she went to find in a pet catalog. She was looking for urn and the whole pet catalog had on the pet beds her dog's name. And she said, is this a sign? Well, yeah. This is her pet saying to her, hi, mom. I'm okay. And then we have all sorts of other things, which we are going to have our ladies share with us today, which I think are absolutely fun. And we'll start with you, Di. And first, you have some of the most varied, but very similar ways that your cat shared, hi, mom, I love you with you. It started with a dream about a month after Selena transitioned, and it was very, very vivid, very, very real, and she came to me, rubbed against my leg, let me reach out and pet her, pick her up and hold her the way that I always had, and it didn't last long, and there wasn't closure to the dream. But I woke up remembering it in detail, and I don't, I don't often remember my dreams. And feeling very bittersweet, very honored that she visited me, and it felt like a visitation. And, yeah, very sad, since she, she was no longer there in physical form. And it was only a month, like I said, after her transition. And I didn't know too much about signs then. Also, around the same time, I saw a very distinct cat in the clouds, and I had not yet discovered Brent's group or, or resources or book, but I had a feeling that was a sign. And I knew a little bit about signs from after losing humans who had transitioned and, and another pet years ago. And then Selena transitioned in July of 2013, and I discovered the group, Brent's book, and all the resources in December, just a year ago, closer to Christmas and started to read and started to learn and connect with other people who had received signs. And I started paying more attention and doing the protection prayer and talking to Selena more. I had, I had always talked to her, but I started doing that more. And over time, it didn't happen right away, but over time, I stopped after focusing on the fact that I'm not receiving a sign, I'm not receiving a sign, how can I do this? Maybe maybe I can't do this. Maybe not everyone can do it. I just, I let that go. And I started focusing on things I love to do, things I enjoy, the joys and the memories that we had shared together. And I raised my vibration. And I, I let go of, of the negativity of, I can't do this, this, this I'm not going to receive any. And suddenly... I was taken by surprise. I, I was at a wedding shower in March, and there were one of the favors were bookmarks made by my friend for her daughter's wedding. And I, I picked up a bookmark without really knowing what it was, but it was a beaded bookmark, and I took a closer look, and it was a butterfly. And I got chills at that point, thinking it was the only butterfly there, and, and why I, of, of all people, had, had picked that up, and it did have significance to me. Shortly thereafter, as the weather warmed up a little bit and I started spending time in the garden, really missing Selena because she and I had made so many memories in the garden, especially the year before, I saw a yellow butterfly one day and it flew from one area that she liked to another. And then it flew into a cat enclosure that I have attached to the house 
flew into it and flew back out. And then I just watched it and it stayed in the local area. And that to me was a definite sign. Hey, hey, mom, here's a cat enclosure that I loved. I can go in and out at will now. You don't have to open the door for me. So I think the joy of each of those signs just raised my vibration, opened my mind more to the fact that the signs were all around me and I wanted to pay more attention. As I started spending more time at the shore in the summer, without asking, without looking for them, I started finding one heart-shaped rock after another, almost every day and several per day. And that's still happening. When I go for walks locally, that's happening. One day recently, I found a semi-heart-shaped rock and I thought, ah, maybe that's just my imagination. It, it really isn't one. But at that point, I thought, okay, I'm going to ask Selena to come on this walk with me. And a few steps later, I looked down and I could have tripped over the next rock that was a very, very distinct, very definite heart. Almost as if she was saying, Mom, okay, is this one good enough for you? And it was just wonderful. They, they make me smile now. When the weather was colder and I wasn't getting out as much, I started finding... Um, Selena was a white cat with short hair. Her sister Jasmine is also a white cat with long hair. I started finding heart-shaped tufts of Jasmine's hair around the house. And I have found three of those. They just keep coming now. They just keep coming. Most recently, and this is really the last thing that's happened, but it's pretty wonderful, is before I drift off to sleep every night, I talk to Selena, kiss her goodnight, tell her goodnight, tell her I love her. And one night I asked to feel her in bed next to me. And no sooner did I ask that than I felt a, a very gentle movement near my right leg. And um, I was afraid to move. I was afraid to reach out. And the movement continued for a minute or two. And it was almost as if a cat was kneading there. And then at one point I did turn around and reach out and the movement stopped. But that had never happened before. I know I've heard that many others feel their pets in bed and I have three other pets so but that night I knew it wasn't them none of none of them were there and one time I think that was last week one time since then I asked for that again and I felt another slight movement of the covers near me I'm just encouraged now that I, most of the signs I, I talked about previously didn't happen when I asked for them but I, I'm more encouraged now that I can ask and she will respond and I think it's really wonderful because the cats do, in fact, or any pet responds. And I think the more you ask them, see what she means for those of you who are not sure about the word vibration and for those who get it, okay. But vibration means it's changing your energy field. And when you have anger or resentment or grief, and I'm not talking about normal, healthy, happy grief, but prolonged, closed-minded this is never going to leave me for the rest of my life kind of grief. You are have you put a lockdown on your energy. And by putting that lockdown on your energy, your pet who's on the other side going, yo, come on, let's talk about this. Let's go do things. Let's go for a walk. Hey, come on, ask me to come to bed with you. The pet's going, okay, if they don't ask me to visit, why should I bother? I'm honoring their free will choice. Okay, they don't want any signs. Well, I'm honoring their free will choice. Now, you're saying, but I've asked and 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 you don't get any signs. Well, maybe it's the way you're asking. You have to be very, very, very specific. And all you need to do is open your mind to the possibility 
by opening your mind to the possibility. I'm not saying you have to believe it. Just what if this could occur? If you'll just give it that much of a little crack in your mind and in the window of opportunity for your pet on the other side to say, oh boy, I'm going through that door and wait till I see scent. I mean, you know, Diane could probably knit a sweater by the end of this winter with the signs she's getting in fur form. And uh, of course, we'll look forward to seeing that sweater in the spring. But that's one of the things you have to do when you start treating your pet as living energy and accepting my pet is alive and well, he's just not in a feather suit or a fur suit, then you will get more signs. And with that, we're going to talk to our sponsors, and we'll be right back with Miss Leanne and Jesse. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. When a beloved pet crosses the Rainbow Bridge, why not create a living memorial with a BioUrn tree? BioUrn is an affordable green burial option that grows your chosen tree. Pay tribute to your beloved companion with a Circle of Life memorial that blooms eternal. Your BioUrn kit comes with everything you'll need and is simple to prepare. Good for our planet, for our pets, and for the people who love them. Visit BioEarnForPets.com B-I-O-U-R-N The number 4 P-E-T-S dot com Hi, I'm Dana Humphrey also known as The Pet Lady I travel from coast to coast to pet trade shows and consumer events to scout out what the hottest hippest and most unique pet products are on the planet bringing you tips and tricks from top veterinarians groomers trainers on how to safely travel and live happily with your pets the pet lady will be in a city near you showing off the latest and greatest tech pet gadgets cozy comforts and fab gift ideas for man's and woman's best friend you can learn more at thepetlady.net or connect socially and tweet with me at pet lady world This year, Americans are expected to spend a jaw-dropping $36 billion on their pets. From lighted leashes to high-end spa products, the discriminating pet owner can find just about anything to pamper his or her pet. Hi, this is Michelle Fern. Join me every week for Best Bets for Pets, where we'll talk about the latest pet products and talk to the companies that make them. Best Bets for Pets, every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. You know, the first thing that people ask me is, do signs mean my pet is not coming back? Not necessarily. Some pets do come back, like 30 to 40% do reincarnate. You're going, where'd you get that number? My guides gave that number to me. And because I've been doing this for 20 years, I sort of believe in what they're doing. But for those pets that aren't coming back, you still get signs. Now, the good part about a pet that's not coming back, which you're going, oh, no, can't be. Yep. Is that when a pet reincarnates, you have to go through the death transition all over again. When a pet doesn't reincarnate, you get the joy of having that pet with you forever because they're without a fursuit. They're without a feather suit and finned. You know, they can, Fishy can swim with me and go everywhere with me now. And it's important to know that just because they're not coming back doesn't mean that you can't have a life full of your pet and with your pet, except just in 
a new, we call it steam form, or, you know, it's an angelic form. It's an, it really, it's an energy form because energy never dies. And I think that's important to know. Not every pet does come back. Those that do, yay. But just because yours doesn't come back in a fursuit doesn't mean it's not going to send you signs for the rest of your life. And with that, let's talk to Miss Jessie over there, who is one of my absolute favorite cockatiel birds. And uh, that is one talking bird. Tell us about Miss Jessie and your signs from Sweetheart. (laughs) Thank you, Brent. Jessie was with me for over 20 years. I had her from seven weeks old until she passed last December the 8th. We're coming up to her one-year anniversary. She was my everything, my baby, and she died suddenly and unexpectedly in my hands last year, which was completely and utterly devastating, as I'm sure all of our guests here understand the feeling. But because throughout my life I had already experienced signs from people that had passed over, I knew that I needed to be open to the possibility of Jesse giving me signs. And the very first day, the first morning that I woke up after she passed, I heard her whistling in the kitchen. So I knew she was with me. But nevertheless, when they're gone, you feel hopeless. How am I going to carry on without this precious angel in my life? I think it was that very night that I went outside to shovel snow. I think it was after midnight. could have been 1, 1.30 in the morning. I couldn't sleep. And I was shoveling snow along the walk. And all of a sudden, I just have a very hard time describing this to people to this day. It was like a flash in front of me, or it was almost like a stillness, or everything stopped. And I heard this voice say to me, I had to leave you so that I could come back in a new and healthy body. And I went, what? (laughs) Uh, What is going on? Because I had never actually heard of animal reincarnation before. I'd heard about people reincarnation, but I wasn't experienced with it. And I put the shovel down, ran back into the house. And I can't remember if I ran into my husband where he was sleeping and told him this, or if I ran to the computer first. But I ran into the computer and punched in animal reincarnation. And all of a sudden, lo and behold, here comes Brent Atwater. And I started reading your website. And the exact same words that I had just heard outside were written on your website. And I went, well, that's awfully strange. <laughs> then I think I ran in and told my husband, Jesse's coming back. Jesse's coming back. And after that, there were just sign after sign after sign that I would get from her. My little boy was had just turned one. And he had never seen Jessie fly. She was handicapped from the time she was about 12 or 13 years old. So she didn't fly. She walked everywhere. And uh, he would be looking up at the ceiling and all over the place. And uh, finally we said, what are you looking at, Drake? And he'd say, he'd point and he'd say, G. He couldn't say Jessie. So he'd call her G or Bird Bird. He'd say G. And he'd point. And I'd go, where is G? And he would follow this whatever it was, flying around on the ceiling that we couldn't see, chasing after her, and she'd fly right into the kitchen to the spot where I'd give her breakfast, to the exact spot where I heard her whistle on the first morning. And then we started again to pay attention to what he was looking at because he would see her. Now he doesn't call her G, but he'll look, and I'll go, are you looking at Jesse? Is Jesse there? And he'll nod and smile and grin. And I think the other signs, and one of the first ones were birds. A flicker flew to my window and just watched me 
And after a while, I realized that birds were watching me everywhere I'd go. It would be usually a single bird, didn't matter where I was, but there would always be a bird watching me intently. Not like other birds flitting around and eating or playing or flying. These birds would just watch me. And I had a feeling that this was Jesse's way of being with me in physical form or sending birds to me. And then the dreams began, and those were extremely vivid and colorful. They're very symbolic. I always put these dreams on our group, our support group, because they're so symbolic, and half the time I never know what she's trying to tell me. Sometimes, as Brent has told me, just enjoy the dreams. But often it was to show me that she was okay, that she could fly again. For the first I'd say half a year. It was always about her eyes. And Brent had explained to me, Jesse had told Brent that that was for me to see the truth and be open to it. And since then, she has not come to me with the eye dreams anymore. Now she's coming to me completely white with gray speckles. And I believe that's her new form that she's taking. I think she's coming back in, in March of this coming year in that color. Right now, I've been getting white feather following me everywhere I go, which is really odd. I was sitting out on the patio thinking of her one day because we used to sit on the patio quite frequently. I'd read a book, have a cup of tea, and all of a sudden, I saw this white feather, and I looked for it. It was caught in a blanket. I couldn't find it again. It was gone. It was like there and then gone. I went, well, that was odd. And ever since, this white feather keeps coming back whenever I seem to need comfort. There's the white feather. Last night I spent the night alone for the first time in our renovated house. And I was on the floor of our new bedroom, just wanted to be in the house because we can't live in it yet. And lo and behold, there's that white feather again. So it's like she just keeps saying, hey, I'm here. I'm with you. Everything's good. You know, keep going, girl. You're doing fine. Um, so she's very a very loving presence in my life right now. And the signs are very precious, and I'm always very open to them. That's one of the things we want everybody to notice is that your pet will send signs to you that are understandable to your heart. It won't be some big, you know, and it may be a billboard because we've had pets send signs that say, Mom, look at the billboard, like we had a cat named Smitty. And the day before the cat got back, they were riding down this country road and the sign on the side of the road said, Smitty did it. And the girl's going, that means my cat is back. And her husband said, are you crazy? She said, no, it, look, it says Smitty did it. And she took a picture of the sign, which I think is absolutely fascinating. And it's going to be in our book, I'm Home, A Cat's Never-Ending Love Story, which is stories about cats that have reincarnated. And Smitty did do it. He did uh, incarnate and come back. So the pets will give you signs that are appropriate for what you want to know and what your heart will recognize. So you don't have to do a big stretch. You just have to open your heart a tiny little bit and believe. Now, because this is such a strong subject in our group and we invite you to come over to Facebook, we have over 51,000 global members and it's fascinating to me how we hear signs from people in the Ukraine and in Romania and in India and South America and Mexico and Italy and Netherlands and everybody talks about signs, but they all have common threads. And so we invite each and every one of you to our Facebook group where the people that we're talking with today, Leanne and Diana and Frankie and another Diane that's going to be joining us too, we want you to join our group 
and ask your questions. And each of these folks are there to help you navigate through your skepticism and navigate through your, I'm crazy. I know I'm crazy doing this and them going, no, you're not. This is normal. You're just expanding your awareness beyond the bounds of what you thought was not possible because electromagnetic energy is forever and always. Now, if you'd like a further course in it, go read my book, Animal Reincarnation or Animal Life After Death, and I'm sure it will give you ways to touch your pet, to talk to your pet, to see your pet, and it talks about the process of transition. For those of us who have suffered through pet death, we don't like to say, oh, we had to put him down or things like that because you didn't put anything down. You may have helped a fursuit leave the living energy that continues to live and love you. And that's one of the things we hope that we have the opportunity to share with you. This is the first of two segments in our show on signs. So we ask you to wait until next week and follow our second segment and you'll hear more signs. And we'll look forward to seeing you then. Thanks for listening. Come join us on our Facebook group. And remember, your pet is alive and well, even though he's not in a fursuit. Bye-bye-bye. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.